This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's talk about maybe using our money on some of the games in Week 11 in the NFL this week. And let's start... And then we can just kind of bop all over the place if we want. Let's start with your Tennessee Titans visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are laying six and a half points. The Jags are minus 275 on the money line of BetMGM. The Titans plus 225. And you're over under set at 40. You are the expert. I am merely a man. What is the right play here? Are you going to bet your Titans? I will not be betting my Titans just because ah. I feel like whenever I go out on a limb for the Titans, they always let me down. So when I stay away from betting on them and tuning their horn, that's when they actually play well. But just by the book, let's take the Titans and the Jags off the nameplate for just a second. This is a divisional matchup. Six and a half points. I feel like it's too many points. Like it just feels like yeah. too big of a spread. And here's about the thing about the Titans. Normally, their defense can keep it at least pretty close in the games. Will Levis doesn't have to light the place on fire. He just has to take care of the football. They have been treating him like he is going to give away every single ball. Like That's what bothers me about betting the Titans in this scenario is how conservative the game plan has been with Will Levis. At the end of the half last game, they had 45 seconds on the clock, and they chose not to even run plays. They ran one run play and let time expire as opposed to any other team in the NFL that would take that time and try to at least get a field goal. So I think that bothers me about the Titans. Maybe they're in tank mode. Maybe they don't care anymore. Uh, So definitely it's a team trending in the wrong direction. But still, it's a divisional matchup. And this is the matchup where Derrick Henry normally excels. He has rushed Mm -hmm. for over 100 yards in four of the last five games against the Jaguars. Granted, those are teams from years past. It is not the same roster, but still, this is normally a matchup where he excels. So if they can get that ground game going, if they can take some pressure off of Will Levis, I think they can keep it within uh, the six and a half. So if I had to play a side in this game, it would be the Titans plus six and a half, but I don't think it's making the card. Hmm. Well, you make a very compelling argument. I still like the Jags. I like the Jags minus six and a half. I just believe if you look at the Jags' losses this season, they're all two very good teams. And the Titans, unfortunately, don't qualify as a very good team. Let's not forget, before getting blown out by the 49ers, the Jags have won five straight. So there is no shame at all in losing to a San Francisco team that just might win the Super Bowl. That is one of the top three favorite teams to win the Super Bowl. And when you look at the numbers for the Titans on the road, they just really, really struggle away from home. And I'm not quite ready to buy into Will Levis just yet. 
I like the Jags at less than a touchdown. What about the Texans, Chelsea? What are we going to do here? The Cardinals are in Houston this week. All of a sudden, who knew this season that we would be talking about C.J. Stroud and the Texans? Now, the Texans are laying four. The Texans are minus 210 on the money line. The Cards plus 225. Your over-under set at 48 and a half. But the spread has come down from Texans minus five and a half. So Arizona money coming in, I'm not buying it one bit. I don't care if it seems square, but Kyler Murray does nothing for me. This is still a bad Arizona offense and actually a very, very good Texan secondary. Besides C.J. Stroud, I think that's been one of the surprises of watching the Texans this season. I will be on Houston. Well, here's the problem with that. I think when you watch the Texans, I would be with you. I would be on Houston minus four. In fact, I've already bet this one. It was a gut feeling play. But if you mm -hmm. look at the Texans as favorites, this has not been a position where they have been very profitable against the number. In fact, I am failing to see a single game this year where the Texans have been favored and they've covered the spread. In fact, they're 0-3 against the number as favorites this year. It's only been three games, so maybe it's a small sample size. But still, I think by the book, you look at an Arizona team that everybody has kind of bought out on, and maybe Kyler Murray can do something here. I do think that the Texans are the play that, by my own eyes, I will be playing. But the Texans in this spot, like, I'll take them as underdogs against some of these better teams. But I'm sitting this one out, I think, you know, from an official standpoint – yeah, obviously, I already did the gut play on the Texans, but still, as favorites, 0-3 against the number. Is there another game on the afternoon card here? We also have the Sunday night football game between the Vikings and Broncos. Also, the Eagles and Chiefs should be a great one on Monday night. What's another game that stands out to you and you say, all right, maybe some money on this bad boy? Yeah, I think you look at the Monday night football matchup. Eagles, Chiefs, Chiefs laying three here. I think this is a close game, and I think the Eagles are fully capable of winning this game outright. I think I would take the points with the Eagles. It feels like the Chiefs are a team that usually plays down or up to the level of their competition, but if you're mm -hmm. giving me a field goal with a team coming off a bye, Jalen Hurts should be a little healthier in this one, or at least we're hoping, because I think that's been some of the issues for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts has not been totally healthy. He's been dealing with all kinds of nagging injuries, and so have the Eagles as a squad. So maybe the bye week will be very beneficial and getting them back to 100% healthy. So I think I really like the Eagles getting three. I think it's a great teaser option. We talked about my teaser legs. Eagles plus nine is a wonderful teaser leg, at least in my humble mm -hmm. opinion. But the other game that I'm kind of torn on, torn on is the Seahawks and the Rams. Talking about divisional matchups and how sometimes they're a little wonkier, I almost put this in my teaser. Just uh, was it the Rams getting seven here? The Rams feel like a team that I don't love them, you know, as favorites. But yeah. in divisional matchups, when they're getting points, which is the same deal with all those AFC North matchups that, the, that we have this week, that maybe they're worth a shot here. Like, I don't think that I'm going to take it, but the line movement is kind of suggesting the line of yeah. thinking that I am going with because this line was two and a half. And now it's down to one. So clearly some money coming in on the L.A. Rams in a divisional matchup. So would you take the Rams outright plus 105? Essentially, the Seahawks are laying a point now. I'm not saying I'm going to take it, but I do think it 
needs further examination. And I don't think I yeah. would be on the Seahawks. Like, I think if there were a side to be had, maybe it's the Rams. Because I think the Seahawks are one of those teams that you just can't trust yet. Like, they're a good yeah. team, but they're fully capable of losing just to anybody, it feels like. I've trusted the Seahawks before, and they have burned me. So we shall see. Um, but that one, I think, is going to be a good game that comes down to, like, the final play. I am going to be on the Jets, Bills, under with the total set at 40 and a half, I will just guarantee you this number is going to come down. When the Jets are on the menu with Zach Wilson at quarterback, you say, mm, let me look at that under. Serve me up that under. Chelsea would say, I don't want a side or a total. Just give me that chocolate chip cookie. Money continues to come in. It looks like on that side of the total, the Jets are 6-3 and three to the under this year. The Bills also 6-3 and three to the under this year, Zach Wilson can't do anything at quarterback, and Josh Allen continues to struggle. I think he struggles against that Jets defense as well. If the Jets had any sort of semblance of an offense, they would be a really hard out. It's just that they've got a defense, and they can't move the football. So I'm on the under there. Yeah, I like that a lot, and I do think that that line definitely is going to move. So you need mm -hmm. to bet on that one now as opposed to later. What about the Bills laying seven against the Jets? Man, does yeah. that feel like a massive spread for a team that hit their low point? IDK. Uh, IDK. I was going to say the same thing. The answer to your question, <laughs> Chelsea, is something I always say. IDK. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.